welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Financial professionals, let's move forward together. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Christopher Reeves. Christopher claims to be as passionate about data as he is about food and music. He is the CEO of Zap, the makers of Sage Data and Analytics, and is a technologist with a product and finance background. As a 20-year veteran in the manufacturing, ERP, and data space, Christopher has lived through many technology hype cycles, but his conviction is that the core value of data cannot be overhyped. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Christopher Reeves. Thanks for having me, Ed. Well, first off, why do you do what you do? So I am passionate about solving problems, and I often tell my kids that I'm a professional problem solver. Back in the day, that meant when I started in data science, I had a world of engineering to challenge me, and increasingly that became data. But I was also always fascinated by nonfiction, and I have a penchant for learning, which led me to be interested in all the different spaces in which I could be solving problems. So as it was, I found that I increasingly became interested in business strategy, pricing, organizational strategy, positioning and product. And so now I'm in a fantastic position where I fortunately get to see all the facets of a company and data management come together in Zap. Well, I'm going to go back to your bio for a second and ask you, why Why do you think that the, the value of data cannot be overhyped? So I think the last 40 or whatever many decades you want to say have given us some very strong empirical evidence that data's value is or hasn't yet been overhyped. But also with the advent of AI, we can see that data is both the training data set corp slash corpus demonstrating that immense value there but it's also the data on which the ai will sensibly provide its answer and so we're all very conscious at the moment that ai is about as trustworthy as a marginal seat politician as i like to say and that is very much based on the data. It's an artifact of the AI itself as well, but having strong, trusted data is the best path to ensuring that the hallucinations are minimized, at least until that's ideally solved for in the future. So it's also that, if I can expand on that, data data is really, in a military sense, um, it, it feeds into Intel, where Intel is just short for intelligence, and that really talks to it being fundamental to strategy, strategy being fundamental to success. So it's a bit of a long-winded way saying I don't see there being any limits to the hyping of data. It can't be overhyped. How do you think we will solve some of that problem as what my friend Doug Sleater calls big bad data, the, the, the fact that there is so much out there? How are we going to cleanse that? Can we use AI to be able to do that? Can, can a system be, really be a part of its own solution, so to speak? I have immense belief in where AI will go. I don't think that AI can solve for those problems maybe in, in the next decade. 
for now, it's uh, my sh- short answer to that would be it relies on humans having uh, maintaining good processes over the data. So I think human processes are an essential part at at least they will continue to be an essential part of data management for the next five to 10 years. But I do have very strong expectations for AI thereafter. So we'll see. Well, so what you're saying is, is in the short term, we're not going to have to worry about, you know, showing up and there being a robot on our desk doing our job. Depends what we define as short term, but let's go with that. (laughs) Yes. Five to 10 years for sure. The, the way I like to say it, and I like to get your reaction to this, is that AI is not necessarily going to take jobs. People who know how to use AI are going to take the jobs of those who don't know how to apply and use AI. Yes, I love that that's description of it. So I, for the most part, am very much a techno-optimist and... I would say Steven Pinker is one of my favorite writers and he's a techno-optimist. So that's also the what I tell kids because they need that positive reinforcement that the future looks fantastic, which I think it does. How do we start to encourage more people in business to really take up that mantle as well? I mean, I think there's there's at least some resistance. Maybe they're concerned about the hype. But I think to a certain extent, we need to begin to foster encouragement of people to begin to use these tools uh, in a in a little bit more, um, how shall I put it, creative way. So I think the simple answer is you need to start experimenting with it and day-to-day understand what it currently offers because it is going to be a wave like unlike anything we've seen before. It really does fit in with understanding your data and understanding the opportunities of that data with AI. Although even day-to-day, I mean, you can get some easy hints on how to improve your emails if you've got chat GPT. So I, I'm sure you've heard some concept of this. I think Peter Drucker called it the, the 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 data pyramid, where you have data down at the bottom and then information and then knowledge and then wisdom at the top. Where do you see potentially AI fitting in? Will AI be able to get to that wisdom level that actually Drucker said we would not get there? So it would be interesting to see if they if it counters what he, his thoughts are. Or is it going to really re- just remain beyond information? It's going to be able to pro- provide to us new knowledge. My expectation is that we'll get to wisdom. I also expect there'll be a lot of hand-wringing about semantics at that point and whether wisdom, whether we can really call it wisdom, whether we can call it insight, whether we can really call it creativity. But I think it's going to asymptote there and it'll be a rounding error. And for all intents and purposes, we should just accept that it's, whether it's human wisdom or machine wisdom, it's close enough that it really serves that value. And I see that also being a fantastic most likely a fantastic outcome for humanity if we get to get a little bit abstract and get away from data, but very optimistic as well. I think it should be a fantastic outcome. And Christopher, we have an exit question that we we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? So the funny thing is I've got to 45 and I, I don't think I've ever actually encountered that question, which is surprising itself, but my default, and I think it's a reasonably common answer, but it's a good answer if it's heartfelt, is that my dad is my hero. And 
I think that he's been a very strong moral compass. He makes when he makes mistakes, he admits to them. He'll always ensure that he provides that simple courtesy of thanking you for a dinner at your place. Even now, when we have him over for a family event, he'll thank me the next day. On the one addition to that, though, would be as well as an intellectual hero, Stephen Pinker. I touched on um, him. I think I've read every one of his books. My dad introduced me to one of his books about 25 years ago. It was on his bookshelf. Fantastic techno-optimist author. And then, Ed, if I can um, maybe segue to your own podcast, The Soul of Enterprise, the amount of books I have found from that. Um, it blows my mind, the common interest in reading. And so there's plenty of Stephen Pinker, um, Brian Kaplan, many other authors that we've touched on. So very interesting stuff. And it's a great podcast. Well, thank you. And lastly, Christopher, how can somebody contact you? Well, uh, if you have any needs for data management, which is to say consolidating reconciling or enriching your data from Sage products to the end of putting in Power BI or our own analytic tool, then please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's going to be easiest. You can just search for Christopher Reeves, easy name to remember, and throw Zap on the end because where's Zap? All right. And I'll be sure to include your LinkedIn profile in the show notes. So Christopher Reeves, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.